0: Section 40 of The Book of Household Management This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton Recipes Chapter 19, Part 1 Baked Veal, Cold Meat Cookery 856 Ingredients half a pound of cold roast veal, a few slices of bacon, one pint of breadcrumbs, half a pint of good veal gravy, half a teaspoonful of minced lemon peel, one blade of pounded mace, cayenne and salt to taste, four eggs. Mode. Mince finely the veal and bacon. Add the breadcrumbs, gravy and seasoning and stir these ingredients well together. Beat up the eggs thoroughly. Add these, mix the whole well together, put into a dish, and bake from three quarters to one hour. When liked, a little good gravy may be served in a tureen as an accompaniment. Time, from three quarters to one hour. Average cost, exclusive of the cold meat, sixpence. Sufficient for three or four persons. Seasonable from March to October. Roast breast of veal. 857. Ingredients Veal, a little flour. Mode Wash the veal, well wipe it and dredge it with flour. Put it down to a bright fire not too near as it should not be scorched. Baste it plentifully until done. Dish it, pour over the meat some good melted butter and send to table with it a piece of boiled bacon and a cut lemon. Time from one and a half to two hours average cost eight and a half pence per pound sufficient for five or six persons seasonable from March to October stewed breast of veal and peas 858 ingredients breast of veal 2 ounces of butter a bunch of savory herbs including parsley two blades of pounded mace two cloves five or six young onions one strip of lemon peel, six allspice, quarter of a teaspoonful of pepper, one teaspoon of salt, thickening of butter and flour, two tablespoonfuls of sherry, two tablespoonfuls of tomato sauce, one tablespoonful of lemon juice, two tablespoonfuls of mushroom ketchup, green peas. Mode. Cut the breast in half after removing the bone underneath and divide the meat into convenient sized pieces. Put the butter into a frying pan. Lay in the pieces of veal and fry until of a nice brown colour. Now place these in a stew pan with the herbs, mace, cloves, onions, lemon peel, allspice and seasoning. Pour over them just sufficient boiling water to cover the meat. Well close the lid and let the whole simmer very gently for about two hours. Strain off as much gravy as is required. Thicken it with butter and flour, add the remaining ingredients, skim well, let it simmer for about 10 minutes, then pour it over the meat. Have ready some green peas boiled separately. Sprinkle these over the veal and serve. It may be garnished with forcemeat meat balls or rashers of bacon curled and fried. Instead of cutting up the meat, many persons prefer it dressed whole. In that case, it should be half roasted before the water, etc. are put to it. Time, two and a quarter hours. Average cost, eight and a half pence per pound. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable from March to October. Breeding of calves. The forwarding of calves to maturity, whether intended to be reared for stock or brought to an early market as veal, is always a subject of great importance and requires a considerable amount of intelligence in the selection of the best course to adopt for either end. When meant to be reared as stock, the breeding should be so arranged that the cow shall calve about the middle of May. As our subject, however, has more immediate reference to the calf as meat than as stock, we shall confine our remarks to the mode of procedure adopted in the former case. And here, the first process adopted is that of weaning, which consists in separating the calf entirely from the cow, but, at the same time, rearing it on the mother's milk. As the business of the dairy would be suspended if every cow were allowed to rear its young, and butter, cheese and cream become desiderata, things to be desired but not possessed, a system of economical husbandry becomes necessary, so as to retain our dairy produce and yet, for some weeks at least, nourish the calf on its mother's milk. But without allowing the animal to draw that supply for itself. This, with the proper substituted food on which to rear the young animal, is called weaning. Veal cake. A convenient dish for a picnic. 859. Ingredients. A few slices of cold roast veal, a few slices of cold ham, two hard-boiled eggs, two tablespoonfuls of minced parsley, a little pepper, good gravy. Mode. Cut off all the brown outside from the veal and cut the eggs into slices. Procure a pretty mold. Lay veal, ham, eggs and parsley in layers with a little pepper between each and when the mold is full get some strong stock and fill up the shape. Bake for half an hour and when cold turn it out. Time. Half an hour. Seasonable at any time. Boiled calf's feet and parsley and butter. 860. Ingredients 2 calf's feet, 2 slices of bacon, 2 ounces of butter, 2 tablespoonfuls of lemon juice, salt and whole pepper to taste, 1 onion, a bunch of savory herbs, 4 cloves, 1 blade of mace, water, parsley, and butter number 493. Mode Procure 2 white calves' feet. Bone them as far as the first joint and put them into warm water to soak for two hours. Then put the bacon, butter, lemon juice, onion, herbs, spices and seasoning into a stew pan. Lay in the feet and pour in just sufficient water to cover up the whole. Stew gently for about three hours. Take out the feet, dish them and cover with parsley and butter made by recipe number 493. The liquor they were boiled in should be strained and put by in a clean basin for use. It will be found very good as an addition to gravies, etc., etc. Time? Rather more than three hours. Average cost? In full season, nine pence each. Sufficient for four persons. Seasonable from March to October. When a calf should be killed? The age at which a calf ought to be killed should not be under four weeks. Before that time, the flesh is certainly not wholesome, wanting firmness, due development of muscular fibre, and those animal juices on which the flavour and nutritive properties of the flesh depend, whatever the unhealthy palate of epicures may deem to the contrary. In France, a law exists to prevent the slaughtering of calves under six weeks of age. The calf is considered in prime condition at ten weeks, when he will weigh from sixteen to eighteen stone, and sometimes even twenty. Fricassee calf's feet, 861. Ingredients A set of calf's feet, for the batter, allow for each egg one tablespoonful of flour, one tablespoonful of crumbs, hot lard or clarified dripping, pepper and salt to taste. Mode. If the feet are purchased uncleaned, dip them into warm water repeatedly and scrape off the hair, first one foot and then the other, until the skin looks perfectly clean. A saucepan of water being kept by the fire until they are finished. After washing and soaking in cold water, Boil them in just sufficient water to cover them until the bones come easily away. Then pick them out, and after straining the liquor into a clean vessel, put the meat into a pie dish until the next day. Now cut it down in slices about half an inch thick. Lay on them a stiff batter made of egg, flour, and crumbs in the above proportion. Season with pepper and salt, and plunge them into a pan of boiling lard. Fry the slices a nice brown. Dry them before the fire for a minute or two, dish them on a napkin, and garnish with tufts of parsley. This should be eaten with melted butter, mustard, and vinegar. Be careful to have the lard boiling to set the batter, or the pieces of feet will run about the pan. The liquor they were boiled in should be saved, and will be found useful for enriching gravies, making jellies, etc., etc. Time, about three hours to stew the feet, ten or fifteen minutes to fry them. Average cost in full season, nine pence each, sufficient for eight persons, seasonable from March to October. Note, this dish can be highly recommended to delicate persons. Colour of Veal. As whiteness of flesh is considered a great advantage in veal, butchers in the selection of their calves are in the habit of examining the inside of its mouth and noting the colour of the calf's eyes, alleging that, From the signs they there see, they can prognosticate whether the veal will be white or florid. Collared calf's head, 862. Ingredients A calf's head Four tablespoonfuls of minced parsley Four blades of pounded mace Half a teaspoonful of grated nutmeg White pepper to taste A few thick slices of ham The yolks of six eggs boiled hard Mode Scald the head for a few minutes Take it out of the water and with a blunt knife scrape off all the hair. Clean it nicely. Divide the head and remove the brains. Boil it tender enough to take out the bones, which will be in about two hours. When the head is boned, flatten it on the table. Sprinkle over it a thick layer of parsley, then a layer of ham, and then the yolks of the eggs cut into thin rings, and put a seasoning of pounded mace, nutmeg and white pepper between each layer. Roll the head up in a cloth and tie it up as tightly as possible. Boil it for four hours, and when it is taken out of the pot, place a heavy weight on the top, the same as for other collars. Let it remain till cold, then remove the cloth and binding, and it will be ready to serve. Time, altogether six hours. Average cost, five shillings to seven shillings each. Seasonable from March to October. Feeding a calf. The amount of milk necessary for a calf for some time will be about four quarts a day, though after the first fortnight that quantity should be gradually increased according to its development of body, when, if fed exclusively on milk, as much as three gallons a day will be requisite for the due health and requirements of the animal. If the weather is fine and genial, it should be turned into an orchard or small paddock for a few hours each day, to give it an opportunity to acquire a relish for the fresh pasture which, by the 10th or 12th week, it will begin to nibble and enjoy. After a certain time, the quantity of milk may be diminished and its place supplied by water thickened with meal. Hay tea and linseed jelly are also highly nutritious substances and may be used either as adjuncts or substitutes. Fricassee calf's head and entree, 863. Ingredients The remains of a boiled calf's head, one and a half pints of the liquor in which the head was boiled, one blade of pounded mace, one onion minced, a bunch of savoury herbs, salt and white pepper to taste, thickening of butter and flour, the yolks of two eggs, one tablespoonful of lemon juice, forcemeat balls. Mode. Remove all the bones from the head and cut the meat into nice square pieces. Put one and a half pints of the liquid it was boiled in into a saucepan, with mace, onion, herbs and seasoning in the above proportion. Let this simmer gently for three quarters of an hour, then strain it and put in the meat. When quite hot through, thicken the gravy with a little butter rolled in flour and, just before dishing the fricassee, put in the beaten yolks of eggs and lemon juice. But be particular after these two latter ingredients are added that the sauce does not boil or it will curdle. Garnish with forcemeat balls and curled slices of boiled bacon. To ensure the sauce being smooth, it is a good plan to dish the meat first and then to add the eggs to the gravy. When these are set, the sauce may be poured over the meat. Time? Altogether, one and a quarter hours. Average cost, exclusive of the meat, sixpence. Calf's head, a la matur d'etel. 864. Ingredients. The remains of a cold calf's head. Rather more than half a pint of Maitre d'Hotel sauce number 466. Mode. Make the sauce by recipe number 466 and have it sufficiently thick that it may nicely cover the meat. Remove the bones from the head and cut the meat into neat slices. When the sauce is ready, lay in the meat. Let it gradually warm through and after it boils up, let it simmer very gently for 5 minutes and serve. Time, rather more than one and a half hours. Average cost, exclusive of the meat, one shilling twopence. Seasonable from March to October. The calf in America. In America, the calf is left with the mother for three or four days when it is removed and at once fed on barley and oats ground together and made into a gruel, one quart of the meal being boiled for half an hour in twelve quarts of water. One quart of this certainly nutritious gruel is to be given lukewarm morning and evening. In ten days a bundle of soft hay is put beside the calf which he soon begins to eat and at the same time some of the dry meal is placed in his manger for him to lick. This process, gradually increasing the quantity of gruel twice a day, is continued for two months till the calf is fit to go to grass and, as it is said, with the best possible success. But in this country The mode pointed out in number 862 has received the sanction of the best experience. Curried Veal, Cold Meat Cookery 865. Ingredients The remains of cold roast veal, four onions, two apples sliced, one tablespoonful of curry powder, one dessert spoonful of flour, half a pint of broth or water, one tablespoonful of lemon juice, Mode. Slice the onions and apples and fry them in a little butter. Then take them out, cut the meat into neat cutlets, and fry these of a pale brown. Add the curry powder and flour, put in the onion, apples and a little broth or water, and stew gently till quite tender. Add the lemon juice and serve with an edging of boiled rice. The curry may be ornamented with pickles, capsicums and gherkins arranged prettily on the top. Time, three quarters of an hour. Average cost, exclusive of the meat, fourpence. Seasonable from March to October. Veal cutlets, an entree, eight hundred and sixty six. Ingredients, about three pounds of the prime part of the leg of veal, egg and bread crumbs, three tablespoonfuls of minced savoury herbs, salt and pepper to taste, a small piece of butter. Mode. Have the veal cut into slices about three-quarters of an inch in thickness and, if not cut perfectly even, level the meat with a cutlet bat or rolling pin. Shape and trim the cutlets and brush them over with egg. Sprinkle with bread crumbs with which have been mixed minced herbs and a seasoning of pepper and salt, and press the crumbs down. Fry them of a delicate brown in fresh lard or butter and be careful not to burn them. They should be very thoroughly done, but not dry. If the cutlets be thick keep the pan covered for a few minutes at a good distance from the fire after they have acquired a good colour. By this means the meat will be done through. Lay the cutlets in a dish keep them hot and make a gravy in the pan as follows. Dredge in a little flour, add a piece of butter the size of a walnut, brown it, then pour as much boiling water as is required over it. Season with pepper and salt, add a little lemon juice, give one boil and pour it over the cutlets they should be garnished with slices of broiled bacon and a few forcemeat balls will be found a very excellent addition to this dish time for cutlets of a moderate thickness about twelve minutes if very thick allow more time average cost twelve pence per pound sufficient for six persons seasonable from march to october note veal cutlets may be merely floured and fried of a nice brown the gravy and garnishing should be the same as in the preceding recipe. They may also be cut from the loin or neck, as shown in the engraving. Boiled veal cutlets a l'italienne, an entree. Eight hundred sixty seven. Ingredients: Neck of veal, salt and pepper to taste, the yolk of one egg, bread crumbs, half a pint of Italian sauce, number four hundred fifty three. Mode: Cut the veal into cutlets, flatten and trim them nicely, powder over them a little salt and pepper, brush them over with the yolk of an egg, dip them into bread crumbs, then into clarified butter, and afterwards in the bread crumbs again broil or fry them over a clear fire, that they may acquire a good brown colour. Arrange them in the dish alternately with rashers of broiled ham, and pour the sauce, made by recipe number four hundred fifty three, in the middle. Time. 10 to 15 minutes, according to the thickness of the cutlets. Average cost, 10 pence per pound. Seasonable from March to October. The Calf's Head Club. When the restoration of Charles II took the straight waistcoat off the minds and morose religion of the Commonwealth period and gave a loose rein to the long compressed spirits of the people, there still remained a large section of society wedded to the former state of things. The elders of this party retired from public sight, where, unoffended by the reigning Satanalia, they might dream in seclusion over their departed utopia. The young bloods of this school, however, who were compelled to mingle in the world, yet detesting the politics which had become the fashion, adopted a novel expedient to keep alive their republican sentiments and mark their contempt of the reigning family. They accordingly met in considerable numbers, at some convenient inn, on the 30th of January in each year, the anniversary of Charles's death, and dined together off a feast prepared from calves' heads, dressed in every possible variety of way, and with an abundance of wine drank toasts of defiance and hatred to the house of Stuart, and glory to the memory of old Hall Cromwell, and, having lighted a large bonfire in the yard, the club of fast young Puritans with their white handkerchiefs stained red in wine, and one of the party in a mask bearing an axe, followed by the chairman carrying a calf's head, pinned up in a napkin, marched in mock procession to the bonfire, into which, with great shouts and uproar, they flung the enveloped head. This odd custom was continued for some time, and even down to the early part of this century it was customary for men of republican politics always to dine off calf's head on the thirtieth of January. Veal cutlets a la maintenon, an entree. eight hundred sixty eight. Ingredients: two or three pounds of veal cutlets, egg and bread crumbs, two tablespoonfuls of minced savoury herbs, salt and pepper to taste, a little grated nutmeg. Mode: cut the cutlets about three quarters of an inch in thickness, flatten them, and brush them over with the yolk of an egg. Dip them into breadcrumbs and minced herbs. Season with pepper and salt and grated nutmeg and fold each cutlet in a piece of buttered paper. Boil them and send them to table with melted butter or a good gravy. Time from 15 to 18 minutes. Average cost, 10 pence per pound. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable from March to October. Ville à la bourgeois. Excellent. 869. Ingredients. 2 to 3 pounds of the loin or neck of veal, 10 or 12 young carrots, a bunch of green onions, 2 slices of lean bacon, 2 blades of pounded mace, 1 bunch of savoury herbs, pepper and salt to taste, a few new potatoes, 1 pint of green peas. Mode. Cut the veal into cutlets, trim them and put the trimmings into a stewpan with a little butter. Lay in the cutlets and fry them a nice brown colour on both sides. Add the bacon, carrots, onions, spice, herbs and seasoning. Pour in about a pint of boiling water and stew gently for two hours on a very slow fire. When done, skim off the fat, take out the herbs and flavour the gravy with a little tomato sauce and ketchup. Have ready the peas and potatoes, boiled separately. Put them with the veal and serve. Time, two hours. Average cost, two shillings, nine pence. Sufficient for five or six persons. Seasonable from June to August with peas, rather earlier when these are omitted. Scotch Collops, cold meat cookery, 870. Ingredients. The remains of cold roast veal, a little butter, flour, half a pint of water, one onion, one blade of pounded mace, one tablespoon of lemon juice, half a teaspoonful of finely minced lemon peel two tablespoonfuls of sherry, one tablespoonful of mushroom ketchup. Mode. Cut the veal the same thickness as for cutlets, rather larger than a crown piece. Flour the meat well and fry a light brown in butter. Dredge again with flour and add half pint of water, pouring it in by degrees. Set it on the fire and when it boils add the onion and mace and let it simmer very gently about three quarters of an hour. Flavour the gravy with lemon juice, peel, wine and ketchup in the above proportion. Give one boil and serve. Time, three quarters of an hour. Seasonable from March to October. Scotch Collops, white. Cold meat cookery. 871. Ingredients. The remains of cold roast veal, half a teaspoonful of grated nutmeg, two blades of pounded mace, cayenne and salt to taste, a little butter, one dessertspoonful of flour, half a pint of water, one teaspoonful of anchovy sauce, one tablespoonful of lemon juice, one tablespoonful of lemon peel, one tablespoonful of mushroom ketchup, three tablespoonfuls of cream, one tablespoonful of sherry. Mode. Cut the veal into thin slices about three inches in width. Hack them with a knife and grate on them the nutmeg, mace, cayenne and salt and fry them in a little butter. Dish them and make a gravy in the pan by putting in the remaining ingredients. Give one boil and pour it over the collops. Garnish with lemon and slices of toasted bacon rolled. Four meat balls may be added to this dish. If cream is not at hand, substitute the yolk of an egg beaten up well with a little milk. Time? About five or seven minutes. Seasonable from May to October. Cooking collops. Dean Ramsay, who tells us in his reminiscences of Scottish life and character, a number of famous stories of the strong-headed, warm-hearted and plain-spoken old dames of the North gives amongst them the following. A strong-minded lady of this class was inquiring the character of a cook she was about to hire. The lady who was giving the character entered a little upon the cook's moral qualifications and described her as a very decent woman, to which the astounding reply... This was 60 years ago, and a dean tells the story. Oh, damn her decency! Can she make good collops? Roast fillet of veal. 872. Ingredients. Veal, forcemeat number 417, melted butter. Mode. Have the fillet cut according to the size required. Take out the bone, and after raising the skin from the meat, put under the flap a nice forcemeat made by recipe number 417. Prepare sufficient of this, as there should be some left to eat cold, and to season and flavour a mince if required. Skewer and bind the veal up in a round form. Dredge well with flour. Put it down at some distance from the fire at first, and baste continually. About half an hour before serving, draw it nearer the fire, that it may acquire more colour, as the outside should be of a rich brown, but not burnt. Dish it. Remove the skewers, which replace by a silver one. Pour over the joint some good melted butter and serve with either boiled ham, bacon or pickled pork. Never omit to send a cut lemon to table with roast veal. Time. A fillet of veal weighing 12 pounds, about 4 hours. Average cost, ninepence per pound. Sufficient for 9 or 10 persons. Seasonable from March to October. Stewed fillet of veal, 873. Ingredients. A small fillet of veal, force meat number four hundred and seventeen, thickening of butter and flour, a few mushrooms, white pepper to taste, two tablespoonfuls of lemon juice, two blades of pounded mace, half a glass of sherry, mode if the whole of the leg is purchased, take off the knuckle to stew and also the square end which will serve for cutlets or pies. Remove the bone and fill the space with the force meat number four hundred and seventeen. Roll and skewer it up firmly. Place a few skewers at the bottom of a stew pan to prevent the meat from sticking and cover the veal with a little weak stock. Let it simmer very gently until tender, as the more slowly veal is stewed, the better. Strain and thicken the sauce. Flavour it with lemon juice, mace, sherry and white pepper. Give one boil and pour it over the meat. The skewer should be removed and replaced by a silver one and the dish garnished with slices of cut lemon. Time a fillet of veal weighing six pounds, three hours very gentle stewing. Average cost ninepence per pound, sufficient for five or six persons, seasonable from March to October. The golden calf. We are told in the book of Genesis that Aaron, in the lengthened absence of Moses, was constrained by the impatient people to make them an image to worship and that Aaron, instead of using his delegated power to curb this sinful expression of the tribes, and appease the discontented Jews, at once complied with their demand, and, telling them to bring to him their rings and trinkets, fashioned out of their willing contributions a calf of gold, before which the multitude fell down and worshipped. Whether this image was a solid figure of gold, or a wooden effigy merely coated with metal, is uncertain. To suppose the former, knowing the size of the image made from such trifling articles as rings, we must presuppose the Israelites to have spoiled the Egyptians most unmercifully. The figure, however, is of more consequence than the weight or size of the idol. That the Israelite brought away more from Goshen than the plunder of the Egyptians, and that they were deeply imbued with Egyptian superstition, the golden calf is only one out of many instances of proof, for a gilded ox covered with a pole was in that country an emblem of Osiris, one of the gods of the Egyptian trinity. Besides having a sacred cow and many varieties of the holy bull, this priest-ridden people worshipped the ox as a symbol of the sun and offered to it divine honours as the emblem of frugality, industry and husbandry. It is therefore probable that, in borrowing so familiar a type, the Israelites in their calf-worship meant, under a well-understood cherubic symbol, to acknowledge the full force of those virtues under an emblem of divine power and goodness. The prophet Hosea is full of denunciations against calf worship in Israel and alludes to the custom of kissing these idols. Hosea 8, 4-6 fricondo of veal, an entree, 874 Ingredients A piece of the fat side of a leg of veal, about three pounds, lardons, two carrots, Two large onions, a faggot of savoury herbs, two blades of pounded mace, six whole allspice, two bay leaves, pepper to taste, a few slices of fat bacon, one pint of stock number 107. Mode. The veal for a dough should be of the best quality or it will not be good. It may be known by the meat being white and not thready. Take off the skin, flatten the veal on the table, then at one stroke of the knife cut off as much as is required. For a fricandoe with an uneven surface never looks well. Trim it and with a sharp knife make two or three slits in the middle that it may taste more of the seasoning. Now light it thickly with fat bacon as lean gives a red colour to the fricandoe. Slice the vegetables and put these with the herbs and spices in the middle of a stew pan with a few slices of bacon at the top. These should form a sort of mound in the centre for the veal to rest upon. Lay the fricandoe over the bacon. Sprinkle over it a little salt and pour in just sufficient stock to cover the bacon, etc., without touching the veal. Let it gradually come to a boil, then put it over a slow and equal fire and let it simmer very gently for about two and a half hours, or longer should it be very large. Baste it frequently with the liquor and a short time before serving put it into a brisk oven to make the bacon firm, which otherwise would break when it was glazed. Dish the fricandole, keep it hot, skim off the fat from the liquor and reduce it quickly to a glaze, with which glaze the fricandole and serve with a puree of whatever vegetable happens to be in season, spinach, sorrel, asparagus, cucumbers, peas, etc. Mode The veal for a fricandole should be of the best quality or it will not be good. It may be known by the meat being white and not thready. Take off the skin, flatten the veal on the table then at one stroke of the knife, cut off as much as is required, for a with an uneven surface never looks well. Trim it and with a sharp knife make two or three slits in the middle, that it may taste more of the seasoning. Now lard it thickly with fat bacon, as lean gives a red colour to the fecundor. Slice the vegetables and put these with the herbs and spices in the middle of a stew pan. With a few slices of bacon at the top, These should form a sort of mound in the centre for the veal to rest upon. Lay the fricandeau over the bacon, sprinkle over it a little salt, and pour in just sufficient stock to cover the bacon, etc., without touching the veal. Let it gradually come to a boil, then put it over a slow and equal fire, and let it simmer very gently for about two and a half hours, or longer should it be very large. Baste it frequently with the liquor, and a short time before serving, Put it into a brisk oven to make the bacon firm, which otherwise would break when it was glazed. Dish the fricandole, keep it hot, skim off the fat from the liquor and reduce it quickly to a glaze with which glaze the fricandole, and serve the puree of whatever vegetable happens to be in season spinach, sorrel, asparagus, cucumbers, peas, etc. Time, two and a half hours. If very large, allow more time. Average cost? three shillings sixpence, sufficient for an entree, seasonable from March to October. Fricando of veal, more economical, 875. Ingredients. The best end of a neck of veal, about two and a half pounds, lardoons, two carrots, two onions, a fagot of savoury herbs, two blades of mace, two bay leaves, a little whole white pepper, a few slices of fat bacon. Mode, Cut away the lean part of the best end of a neck of veal with a sharp knife, scooping it from the bones. Put the bones in with a little water, which will serve to moisten the fricandoor. They should stew about one and a half hours. Lard the veal, proceed in the same way as in the preceding recipe, and be very careful that the gravy does not touch the fricandoor. Stew very gently for three hours. Glaze and serve it on sorrel, spinach, or with a little gravy in the dish. Time, three hours. Average cost, two shillings sixpence. Sufficient for an entree. Seasonable from March to October. Note, when the prime part of the leg is cut off, it spoils the whole. Consequently, to use this for a fricandeau is rather extravagant. The best end of the neck answers the purpose nearly or quite as well. End of section 40